Welcome to today's AdventCast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. From Advent to Epiphany by Father Patrick Troadec. Jesus Christ desired to come down to earth to save us 2,000 years ago, and today he desires to come into us to transform us into him. In the words of St. Gregory of Nyssa, Jesus thirsts for us to thirst for him. This great desire that our Lord has for us ought to burn in our own hearts. It means wanting to be incorporated in him, to be united to him by an ever-increasing charity by an ever more generous love. Let us realize that he will come into us at Christmas in the measure of our openness to his grace. And so let us live this Advent as a time of waiting, yet of joyful waiting. Certainly that joy does not exclude fear in the soul of the lukewarm sinner, but that fear should quickly give place to a great confidence insofar as we have the courage to acknowledge our misery and are determined to take the necessary means to lead a life befitting our dignity as children of God. The liturgical season of Advent also comes to remind us that Jesus manifests himself liturgically in his church and through her to the world. By his action in souls, Jesus Christ transforms individuals and families from within, but he also wishes to purify and sanctify societies themselves. Since God revealed the Redeemer in a gradual manner, the Church imitates Him in the liturgy. And do things not happen the same way in the life of our soul? If we are faithful to grace, the light of our Lord will come more and more to shine within us and will allow us to reach our spiritual maturity. Thus, may we hope to contemplate the radiant face of our Divine Redeemer very quickly after our death. From Nothing Superfluous by Father James Jackson In a solemn high pontifical mass, an assistant priest used to use a small rod capped with a hand with its index finger extended to point to the introit in the missal for the bishop. This same device was used by rabbis for teaching the Torah. They could not touch the sacred text. The rod is no longer used, but the index finger of the master of ceremonies at a high mass, or the index finger of the assistant priest is. This is not because the bishop or the celebrant cannot find his way around the missal. In fact, the priest may have to gently correct the MC while the mass is being celebrated, since often he is just learning the task. The reason for the pointing is because the celebrant, even if he is a bishop, must submit to the traditional order of prayer. The finger comes down to the page of the missal, symbolizing that the order of worship comes from above. It is not up to the celebrant to change it as he wishes. The buja, the small candlestick whose handle is held by an acolyte for the bishop, expresses something similar. There is usually plenty of light around to read the missal, and one candle does not compensate for its lack, so it is not just extra light. Rather, the light is to symbolize that 
the sacred texts are not self-explanatory, contrary to Protestant doctrines. The reader's intellect must be set alight if the texts are to be understood. The bishop must read the texts from the page, even if he knows them by heart. The bishop is an illuminated person, not due to his scholarship, but because it is added to him from outside as a gift from above. It is not something merited. The light near the missal also means that the prayers of the missal cannot be understood as automatic formulae, carrying out their user's intentions like magic spells. The missal is a closed book unless it is read in the correct light, a light that cannot be manipulated. Mm -hmm.